There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Finding his way into our Who Was Right Last Night courtroom this morning, we have Scott. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. So uh, before we go any further, we want to know, with uh, Statman out today, we've uh, recruited a third member of the jury. Uh, the large one, Grover Collins, is here. Grover, are you ready to hear this story? I am uh, ready to be a juror. All right, here we go. Scott, what is your problem with your wife of six years, Penny? I work afternoons, so I don't go into work until like three in the afternoon. So, you know, in the morning, she gets up, she goes to work. It's my job to, I have to make the bed. Uh, you know, clean up the bedroom and make the bed. And she always complains about how I make the bed. It's like every, you know, every evening when we, when we're both there, she always complains. I, I don't tuck the, I don't tuck the corners. At least it's like hospital corners. I don't tuck the corners in tight enough. You can't, <laughs> it's like a, like a, a, an army cot. It's like, you can't bounce a corner off of it. And I don't do a sloppy job. I do a nice job. It's you know, it's not like I just throw the throw the sheets up, throw the pillows on. I do a nice job. I take care of it, but it's just not up to her standards. And we're eventually going to get into the bed anyway. So I don't understand why she keeps complaining about how I make the bed. But the, oh. the bed is being made. The bed is being made. Yes, I'm not. I'm not shirking my bed making duties. But the sheets but, are not tucked in tight enough. For her. Like, you know, when you go to like a hotel, oh. they're all like tucked in. You feel like a mummy when you get in the bed. Yeah, You're like, like I'm that. in a sarcophagus here. I can't move. It's a little thing, but it's beginning to it's beginning to grate on my nerves right now. <laughs> Are you her first husband or not? This is a second marriage for both of us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We might know what ended the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I was thinking that too, man. <laughs> this is a... This is not a hill to die on. I agree with you, pal. My goodness. Okay. All right. So uh, you prefer it kind of loosey-goosey in the sheets. She wants it tick tight in there. Is that what you're saying? Well, not in the sheets. But well, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's but, have a uh, closing argument from you, Scott, before uh, we go to the jury, okay? I feel that I have not shirked my bed-making duties. I feel I have made the bed. I have made the bed the best of my abilities. I do not think it has to be military-style like Penny would like. It's it, it's done. It looks nice. Nobody's going to be nobody's in our bedroom anyway, but us anyway. So that's I I'm I'm doing my job to the best of my abilities, and she should just accept it. And if she doesn't like it, remake the bed when she gets home. All right, our special guest juror today, Grover Collins. Uh, you get the first vote. Where are you going here? Are you Team Scott or Team Penny? Well, I am Team Scott. However, you know, if we want to keep things tight in between the sheets between you two, <laughs> you might start to see a degradation of those activities <laughs> with the bed not being made properly. And I would say if you're starting to see that kind of uh, fallout, I would just 
man up and make the bed the way she wants, just, you know, guy to guy. You know what I mean? I'm looking out for you. But I am on your side. This is kind of ridiculous. All right. I'm saying Team Penny, but to a degree, I think she can lighten up. There's things I ask of Officer Nick if he can stop doing them the, the way that he does it. If I see he's making an effort, that's cool. Maybe watch some YouTube videos or something, mm. a tutorial on how to attempt to get the bed to her standard. But yeah. I think she should lighten up. I'm also going Team Scott here. Man, you're making the bed, for God's sakes. And I, and, and it sounds like me and you are on the same train of thought here. I live by myself, except when my kids are with me. But still, it's just my kids. But I still make my bed every day before I leave for work. And I'm like, why does it even matter? Because I have to make uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have to make the bed. So by two to one, we have determined that Scott was right last night. But let's see, we were split along the uh, sex lines here, female, male. Let's see if our B105 jury has any differences here. Okay, sounds good. Let's see though. Let's see what happens. B105 app messages are coming through, and 749 B105s lit up. Scott, good luck with this, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. This is the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show, who was right last night between Scott and his wife, Penny. Penny has a problem with the way Scott makes the bed because he leaves after she does to work in the afternoon. She wants it all tight, military style. He just does it all, Lucy, not to her specifications. Uh, We sided with Scott two to one, but let's see uh, what Jason from Florence is also team Scott. Why is that, buddy? Well, I tell you why, because... It's just a room. I mean, nobody sees it most of the time. And, you know, I'm lucky if I make them at half the time because when I get home, I just flop down in the bed and that's it for the day. I, you know, <laughs> at least he's trying to make the bed, you know. I feel that. Give the guy a break. Give yeah. the guy a break. All right. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. Uh, Teresa from Colrain, also Team Scott. Why is that, Teresa? Well, my husband and I have a rule in our house that the last one out of bed makes the bed, and he's usually the one who gets out of bed last. So he always makes the bed, and I never complain, just as long as it's made. Yeah, he's just do- he's doing it. So yeah, I he's got doing you. it right, exactly. Thank you, Teresa. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh-huh, bye. Uh, this is Penny from Goshen, not a uh, Scott's wife, Penny, but you're on Team <laughs> Scott. What is that all about? Well, I am Team Scott all the way. She really needs to get over herself. <laughs> yeah, lighten up a little bit. Exactly. There are so many things. In this world, and you want to complain about your husband who's trying to help out and do his job? She needs to do a big old Elsa there, Penny. And what's that? Let it go, let it go, let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Penny. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Beth from Hamilton. Man, also on Team Scott. Man, these women are coming to Scott's defense. Why is that, Beth? Well, I'm telling you that having a husband that makes the bed, does the dishes and all that other stuff to kind of help around the house is a great thing. So at least he's making the bed. He's making an effort. I wouldn't bash him. Mm -hmm. Let it be. All right. Thank you so much. Yep. And Emily's weighed in on the B105 app. Team Scott, she says, wait, he makes the bed with five question marks. Can he come show my husband how that's done? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. One more uh, 749B105. Katrina from Dayton OH. What do you got? I would be Scott's third wife. I mean, come on. She should appreciate him. He should appreciate her. He's put the effort in. If she can't appreciate the little things, there's plenty of women out there that would. 
appreciate a man making the bed. Whoa. I mean, they're going to get in and mess it up anyway. Come on. Yeah, listen to Katrina. Sounds like you might want to mess it up with Scott hey. there a little bit. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you very much. Go B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Friday morning on B105, and it means it's time for the sweet and spicy truth game. And, uh, well, Statman's out today, so it's just us three, the three amigos here. And you're lucky I'm up this early after opening day yesterday. I want to just party, say party, party. that. The large one, Grover Collins, is Four here. Four Bill and two Mountain Dews so far. Oh, my God, that's horrible. <laughs> Please don't tell me that. The Kirkland brand, uh, Advil. Uh, the Kirkland ibuprofen. <laughs> Actually, yes, that's true. <laughs> he bought 5,000 of them. Uh, all right, Ashley, uh, you're going to go first today with the first question. What do you have? Okay, my question's for Dave. Okay. Dave, is there anybody that works in this building that you'd consider dating? <laughs> oh, boy. And it doesn't matter, like, if they're married or not. Oh, it doesn't matter if they're married or not? I'm going to say it not? doesn't matter because it's hypothetical. It's never going to happen. Well, I mean, but that's weird. Yeah, but that would be weird if he said, are you going to say someone's name? No, I can't. Would okay, give be, us a description. Would that I'd be say. against, like, uh, human resources? Or uh, well, so. it would be awkward uh, if someone is married to know that you'd want to date him. So I would, I would yeah. not do, I personally would not do that. No. And I'm saying that as a friend, not your boss. So you're going to go with someone that's single. Okay. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, golly, Bill, that I would want to date or that I could date, that's, that's the big, well. <laughs> big difference there, buddy. That's the big difference, yeah. Um, I would say yes. I mean, yeah, there. I mean, there's a Ew. lot of attractive ladies. Yeah, I can't so. say who. What about Jen from the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q102? <laughs> My God, what are you doing over I here? Know. I'm playing matchmaker. Yeah. That's not, not Big Dave's type. No, no. Okay. I mean, we, I've known Jen forever. We're yeah, good see, friends. Got a history. By the yeah. way, I don't think she's interested in dating anybody at all. Anyway, so. no, yeah. no. Maybe we should find out. Yeah, it's probably going to be some sales girl. Well, yeah, that's I way mean, too young for you. Well, I mean, it's either people on the air or salespeople. That's about it. Yeah, you there's know? digital. There's yeah, people well, in digital. Well, I mean, yeah, we get digital. down into 2060 digital now. Now, there's uh, so many people you know, in digital. He wouldn't be able to name them. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> well, they I, don't want us to know. The them, only so. time I find out there's new ones working here is when they bring puppies into the station. There's <laughs> time where people leave the job, and I'm like, who was that? <laughs> I, I agree. A lot, so, uh, a lot of people. Uh, here. My answer is yes. I'm not going to name names. He's not going to. I'm not going to name names. But yes, of course, there are people here. As long as he doesn't say Holly. Morgan, I'm good. Yeah. And there's some married ones here, too, that I wouldn't mind. Okay. Oh, uh, You're going to wait out those marriages, too? <laughs> I'll try. Good luck. Grover, tomorrow is April Fool's Day. When was the last time someone pulled an April Fool's Day prank on you? Every time my wife says we're going to have sex and I believe her and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That was like the quickest answer ever. <laughs> There's oh, April Fools in November, <laughs> February, <Year> June. <laughs> yeah. Grover's a fool every month. So no, seriously though, I mean you're you're famous for pulling pranks, hiding from Holly and jumping yeah. out all the time. When was the last time somebody got you? Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be on April Fool's Day. It was probably, I think, one time my kids pulled one, trying to make me think that, the, you know, they got in trouble at school or something like that. And I, and I just got all dad like, what? You oh, know? my. Mad. Damn it. Yeah. And they're like, we're, we're joking. We're joking, dad. Yeah, it was that or, or bought something that we got two boxes you haven't eaten yet, you know, and they just know it to get me riled They're up. just trying to get you fired. And it always works. It, it, listen, wasting money, being a dad and wasting money, that's the number one thing. Throwing perfectly good food away that wasn't eaten that they talked me into buying for them. <laughs> yeah. 
So wow. you're laughing because you did it. No, I, know I, you did I it. trust me. I eat all my food. Girl. Oh yeah, Whoa. we know that. <laughs> Final question today is for Ashley. Ashley, what is something that Officer Nick found out about you only after you moved in with him? Oh, <laughs> I'm really bad about putting my clothes away. Like horrible. Like he'll do the laundry. He'll fold them. And he'll leave be, them on a dresser, and they'll then they be just... out. He'll like sometimes fold them in the living room so they're on the table or the couch, mm-hmm. and I'll just walk right past them. Day one, day two, oh, day yeah, that three. Would get annoying. And he's like, "When are you gonna put this stuff away?" And I'm like, "I won't get to it." I was Usually gonna, that's flip flop. Usually it's the guy that does. Yeah, do but stuff I like don't that. know. I mean, this is kind of like a, a, a Grover. You got Sophia. I've got Dara. This is them. Yeah, Ashley is our daughters. <laughs> but you know what's going to happen? She's going to be a mom someday, and she's going to be, you know, have you seen your daughter's room, Nick? You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be that attitude, and it's and I'm going to laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I am just terrible about putting clothes away. He probably didn't expect that. Maybe he thought I was really well organized. <laughs> From the sounds of your house, though, there's really no place left to put them. What's you that? have so many. Oh, I have too many. Why they're many. looking for a new house? True. I need Just, a bigger closet. They need a whole wing spare for, bedroom for a closet. Yeah, for your shoes. I, already, I do have that. The spare yeah. bedroom is a closet, and it's just like, dude, I I probably need to cut back, but I I could work on that. I'd but say. I'm not gonna. No, no, no. <laughs> just gonna buy more. So it's either that or the fact that I don't shower every day. What? <laughs> oh, that's gross. Come on. Never too much information spicy. from the Sweet and Spicy Truth Game 6.30. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, Sweet and Spicy Truth Game. Moments ago, it was revealed that uh, Ashley, the thing that Officer Nick did not know about her before she moved in was... I don't put my clothes away quickly after they're washed and folded. They just kind of sit out. Day one, day two, day three. Yeah, and we already heard from our um, general manager's wife, Nicole, saying she does the same thing. And now Marianne from Fairfield is climbing on board the don't put away your clothes train. Marianne, what is wrong with you women? <laughs> hey, I don't know. My husband puts does the laundry on Sunday. I fold them and they sit there until they're still there. Yeah, I feel that. Now, if it's dishes in the sink, that's different. It's just like, okay, I need to get those done or at least put them in the dishwasher. But it just doesn't bother me. They're not in my way. It's not like a hair on fire kind of thing. Okay. To me, it just looks like... I agree. It looks like they're not in their place. Well, they're not. They're on the table. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, hey, I've got plenty of clothes in the drawer. Or if I need a shirt, it's laying right there and I can just grab it. Marianne, (laughs) do you or Ashley, a question for both of you. Do you find yourself just going for those clothes that are already washed and folded and not put away to put back on and throw back into the rotation quicker than other stuff? I do. You do? So basically you're telling me you wear the same four or five things every day of the week? Makes the decisions easier when it comes to coordinating outfits. It, it really does. We already have them coordinated. Then why do you women have so many clothes? Because you need them for every <laughs> single occasion. <laughs> All right. You never right. know. I agree, Ashley. There you go. Thank you, Marianne. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to B105. You guys do the same. Bye. This is the Big Dave Podcast. But if you like something a, a little bit different, well, you know, we always like to make a call out to our favorite Tri-State Double Drive-In on Friday mornings at this time. The Big Bone Lick. Let's see what's uh, what's happening out there this weekend. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank you and good day, friends. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In. Where all Cincinnati Reds bullpen pitchers get in for free if they can get through our entrance before their wheels fall off. <laughs> Screen one. Oh, one right now running. All right. Says a lot about your baseball team when your current payroll is under $90 because you got a problem. And when the fourth highest salary this year is for a guy that hasn't played for you since 2008, you got an enormous problem. <laughs> yeah, you do. But that's the one facing our beloved team from the Queen City is this year, Ken Griffey Jr. is the fourth highest paid player with a salary of three and a half million. Wow. Factor in Joey Votto's money, and there's not much left in the wiggle room department, and you're left with a team of rookie contracts and league minimums. Don't miss our Cincinnati Reds. Still try to make a go of it in... Don't spend no money ball. <laughs> Screen two. Wow. Right. right now running. Let's do it. Here's a story of an Iowa man who buys a corn farm, and one day, while out amongst the stalks, he hears a voice whispering, if you build it, they will come. Ooh. Thinking it was just the wind, he pays it no mind until he begins hearing it over and over and figures that it's a sign for him to mow over a good chunk of his crop and build a baseball diamond. So he built it, and the ghost did come. But instead of playing ball on the field, they go inside his house and immediately lose the TV remotes, throw their clothes on the floor, stick their food wrappers behind the couch cushions and grab full bottles of water, but only take a sip out of them. (laughs) Woo-wee, doggies. The only catch he'll be playing is when he's catching up on his housework. (laughs) Kevin Costner's going to wish it was all a dream when he stars in Field of Teens. Oh Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Driving, <laughs> where we always say, come, come as you are, but, but stay in your car. Yeah, I'm living that field of teens all the time. Uh-oh. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105 Big Dave Show short-term memory game. We got Missy from Harrison here with us. Good morning, Missy. Good morning. So you want to win these Monster Jam tickets. All you got to do is tell us the two movies playing this weekend at the Big Bone Lake Double Drive-In. Uh, spend No Money Ball. <laughs> yep. 
and Field of Teens. Yeah, there you go. Field of Teens. Do you have teenagers, Missy? I do. So you know everything Kevin Costner's going through now in that movie. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you got it somewhere to take those teenagers now. Well, you've got four tickets to Monster Jam at Heritage awesome. Bank Center April 15th and 16th. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Have yourself a great weekend, and thanks for listening to B105, Missy. Thank you. The Big Day Show. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We live here. We work here. Get your country on. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, as we go into the weekend, perhaps you're going to have a few beverages, be they alcoholic or just maybe non-alcoholic. Cheers to that. Uh, I want to know, actually, when you have one of these out of a can, do you feel more sophisticated when you have one out of a skinny can, a tall can, as opposed to what they call the squat can, which is they're both 12-ounce drinks. The one's tall and slender, the other one's fat and compact. Yeah, so like if you're thinking like of a White Claw, it's yeah. skinny. Yeah, uh, Mick yeah. Ultra for years has already had the skinny can. Mick Ultra, they have. Uh, as long as I got a koozie to fit it, yeah. I'm in. They're yeah. having to redesign koozies because skinny cans are becoming all the rage right now. And not only in alcoholic beverages, but uh, the soft drinks are starting to follow suit. Pepsi and Coke are starting to make these 12 ounces still, but slender cans and they're saying they can transport more of these you can put more on shelves more on store shelves that's the big one and people just feel like you said more sophisticated when they're which is so weird it is weird but that's according to the consumer advocacy group they're hoping this draws in consumers so are are we going to eventually see and I, i didn't know this term existed until this morning the 12 ounce squat can go away, you know, and is everything going to be in skinny cans from now on? A taller, sassier can. Sassier. <laughs> it's funny because it says that, you know, they've used that shorter version, you know, to brand their product and draw people in. And it's like, I've never been drawn to a drink based on its advertising. Mm-hmm. I, I want the contents within it. I don't care really how it looks. Yeah. But this is saying people do care. That it's tall and skinny, it's going to draw in more people. Soft drinks have started appearing in cans as early as 1938, but the first aluminum beverage can was in a Diet Cola in 1963 called Slenderella. Slenderella? I, I never knew this Diet Cola existed. I Honestly, I thought... What a di- great term. I thought Diet Right and Tab were the first diet drinks, but yeah, 1963, Slenderella, and by 1967, po- uh, Pepsi and Coke started following suit, not just doing them in bottles, but also cans. So that's the evolution of the can. We are watching it right now before our very eyes in 2023 it's too funny i'm just like as long as the calories are low and the carbs are low i'm in bonnie has called in to 749b105 wants to give us her take on skinny cans what do you got bonnie oh i'm just upset because i end up i have the pop thing in the in the refrigerator you know to roll the cans now you have to buy a different size because they're longer and skinnier oh that's true and then in the card, do you ever think your placement, they do have some of those that adapt to the size, but most of them are your pop can size. For a cup holder. It's like, yeah. oh, my white claw doesn't fit in my cup holder it's in the car. It's falling over. It's tipping over. Don't have yeah. a white claw uh, in the car. Yeah. But, but if they start doing this with Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. Oh, my Pepsi. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you for the call, Bonnie. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. 
This is the Big Dave Podcast. Tomorrow is April Fool's Day, but Ashley is doing something. Have you ever done this before? No fooling what you're doing tonight. No fooling. I don't think I've ever done this before. At least in this capacity where the stakes are high and you're going to do what? Yeah, that's right. I'm playing bingo tonight. Bingo. Like with, with the people <laughs> that really take it serious. They got those uh, yeah, I can't little be screwing around here. markers and everything else. So where are you going to be doing this at and why are you playing bingo? This is taking place, at, I believe, at St. Mary's. Nick has all the details. Uh-huh. And it's actually in honor of his late grandmother, Mildred. Okay. Her birthday would have been yesterday. And I believe she would have been 100 years old. Wow. So she would play bingo Every Friday night. So Nick's got a group together and we're going to go play bingo for Mildred. And she would, she was very, very particular about getting there. So much so that Nick told me a story of when his dad broke his arm as like a kid. Uh-huh. And he was like on the way to the hospital because he was at like an uncle's place or something along those lines. And called up, hey, I'm, I'm going to the hospital. My arm's hurt. And she's like, I got to get to bingo. I got to get to bingo. Good luck with your arm. So she took her bingo very seriously. Yeah. And actually, Officer Nick and I, we live in her house. So so the house that you guys live in, this was? Mildred Grand- and Andy's house. Okay. So we are celebrating by playing bingo. And I'm a little nervous because I know that there are people who are very very serious. Very about serious it. about it. You can't be in there clowning around. No, got to be on my A game. But uh-huh. I, I'm going, I'm playing to win. So I'm going to have to keep you posted on that. I wonder what I win. Money. Really? I think. Right? I, I hope so. I believe that's what they're playing. No one will be showing up for prizes. I didn't know yep. if it was gift cards or like a pat on the back. I will tell you this. You'll probably have fun. Nick will be super competitive at it. I guarantee oh, it. guarantee. Yeah. But I, I'm, good thing I'm going. I've got my bingo arms ready. Okay. Bingo. Right. Let me hear you shout bingo. I just did. Shout it like you won. Bingo. There we go. All right. Well, good luck. Sorry for everybody's ears. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, just found out moments ago that Ashley, tonight with Officer Nick, in honor of Officer Nick's late grandmother, Mildred's 100th birthday, you guys are playing bingo. We are at St. Mary's. She took her bingo very seriously, so we're going to play. And this is your first time playing, and we need some advice for Ashley, and lots of people lining up to do that. Barb from Burlington, uh, you're first. What what would you tell Ashley to know going into a a, a competitive bingo parlor tonight? (laughs) They take it serious. Make sure you have a bingo before you yell bingo, <laughs> or they will yell at you that it's not a bingo. Oh, and I'll be like double checking, like Nick, yeah. please check my paper, basically. Yeah. Bring extra money. They sell those bankers. That's where you win your money. Now wait, what is that? The the bankers, the ripoffs. They call them ripoffs, but they're banker. They're like pool tabs. That you oh, sell okay, pool tabs. Okay, okay, gotcha. Good All right, know. thank you thank so you. much, Barb. Appreciate it. Yep. You, good luck. I'll be at a Mac and Heart of Mary tonight, too. Heck yeah, good luck. <laughs> I might come by there for some fish. <laughs> yeah, they got great fish. Oh, they do. Thank you so much. Thanks. And uh, Amy from Hamilton, do you have some advice for Ashley and her bingo night? Yeah. So when you're playing bingo and you only need one number left, you're cased. I'm what? You're cased. Say, I'm cased. And, like, all of your friends that are around you will be like, oh, Ashley only needs one number. She's cased. And then they'll be written for you. Oh, so I get a little, like, crowd. All right. So uh, I'm cased. I'm cased. I've never heard that term. I love that. I love that. Do you play a lot of bingo, Amy? Not a lot, but 
I have played. <laughs> that is good to know. Enough I to know. I had no idea. All right. Well, you're, you've got some good advice now, Ashley. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Wow. All right. So you're ready to go. I'm ready. Let's do it. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming out of O'Fallon, Missouri, and that's the home of Luke Flairledge. Now, Luke is rapidly making a name for himself, not only in O'Fallon, but also all over the whole state and our whole country for that matter. See, when Luke was just three years old, he went with his mom to visit Alleluia Baskets. Now, Alleluia Baskets is a nonprofit that provides Easter baskets for kids in need. And when Luke visited, the volunteers there were very busy putting together Easter baskets. And three-year-old Luke was so impressed with what he saw, he told Alleluia Baskets founder Karen Messler this. When he left that day, he said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to collect more items for you. You need more stuff. We need more people to smile. Need more people to smile. Now, keep in mind, Luke is three years old at the time, and he was true to his word and started to collect items for Alleluia Baskets to donate to underserved kids. So he recruited his family and friends, did an Amazon wish list to help with collections of clothes, toys, games, and even more. Even got some cash donations that he would use to shop for bargains. Last year, Luke showed up to Alleluia Baskets with more than a 1,000 items for them to put in Easter baskets. And needless to say, they were blown away. But Luke wasn't satisfied, and he doubled down on his efforts. And this past February, the now six-year-old showed up with a box truck trailer full of donated items. All told, he had collected over 12,000 items since last Easter. This little kid, he was determined. Oh, he is, no doubt about it. But Luke isn't done yet and says he wants to see even more smiles next year and told KDSK TV how it makes him feel. I feel like they're really happy. Yeah. Mm. And what does that do to you when you know they're happy? I think I'm I'm happy too. Brother, you're definitely happy and you are spreading the smiles and the happiness all over Missouri. So to six-year-old Luke Flairledge, thank you for the good vibes this morning, buddy. B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning, we have 11-year-old Layla. She is a fifth grader at Howell Elementary in Erlanger. Good morning, Layla. Good morning. Are you driving to school right now? Yeah. Who's taking you there? My mom. Oh, she does a great job, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's make mom proud with our dad joke of the day right now. What do you got? How many tickles does it take to tickle an octopus? I don't know. How, How many, many tickles, tickles does it take to, to tickle, tickle an octopus? Tentacles. Tentacles. <laughs> tentacles. I love it. Oh, my gosh, Layla, that's wonderful. I hope you have a great day there at Howell Elementary in Erlanger, and you get an extra sloppy joe at lunch today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.